Welcome to Side Note. This is Danny Day and Nache, and we are continuing our conversation on relationships and more specifically our relationship with our baggage. <laughs> inspired inspired on this subject matter in conversations by uh, the lyrics of Bag Lady by the amazing Erica Badu. Who they are is who they are. My, my mom, my granny, Oprah, all of them say it. When someone shows you who they are, believe them. When they show you who they are and not what they want you to believe, but when they really show out and you see them horns and that tail start poking out from underneath all that pretty veneer, believe mm -hmm. them because yeah. they, you can't, you can only hold a, a, a facade together for so long. And when you see it, do not think that you can somehow be the one to like change it. Life got to change. They got to want to change it. it. It's not up to you for you is about you deciding what you let and don't let into your own world. And just like the same person, the narcissist or the, the abusers of the world or the ones who think that they can like gaslight or brainwash you, you know, into seeing it or manipulators is a good word manipulators yeah the manipulators the yeah. reason that they even like have gotten where they've gotten and maybe even the reason why they were able to kind of somewhat finesse you is because they've this has been a pattern do not yep. the same reason though that you, that they came to you you have a pattern it's like a beacon signal going off yeah. and that's yep. what we mean by baggage you gotta let stuff go all them chips on your shoulder let it go because when you're walking around like that you can't even run from the bad guys when you're carrying all that baggage that's why they can catch you <laughs> that's why yep. they can that's get you because they see you they see you struggling with it yes. and they're like oh yeah easy target because she's struggling with all that baggage she can't even think straight mm-hmm Oh, yeah. And and for a lot of us, it's not even obvious like that. For some of us, it's more obvious than others. But for some of us, we could be a, uh, the CEO of a Fortune 500 company wearing awesome designer pantsuits every day. Hair <laughs> 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 on fleek nails, done, everything. And, and it can still be read in you that like yeah. you somewhere you there's there's something that happened that broke you down and until you, yeah. you handle it it doesn't matter what clothes you're wearing what what position you're sitting on whether you're a person who has a seat at the table who's at the head of the table or or serving the table it doesn't matter like it it will manifest and it and even when you're not aware of it how what is it that causes us as human beings to be able to sense even subconsciously smell certain things in others that attract us to them because there are a lot of situations that I found myself in that I can see now in my 30s see why I was right for that situation to happen in yeah. the beginning but how did yeah. they know that because they were some dummies how did they know right. that you know <laughs> yeah girl I like this is where I go all the way to the side of that's definitely a spiritual thing mm. that's definitely a spiritual thing and it's not just the negative Right. It's a positive, too, because in my experience, it's been the people around me who have told me or shown a light on the things that I do very well mm. that I didn't think were 
major deals or a big deal. You know, you know, you're you're really good at this, or you're really amazing at doing that. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, really? You know, I didn't think anybody would even notice that. So I think we can recognize the hurt, whether or not we. It can empathize is a whole nother thing because I've talked about my my <laughs> my empathy <laughs> burnout. But I think that we can sense things that are going on with other people a, a lot more easily sometimes than we can sense it in ourselves. It's like we're we're that I think that's that's our basic instinct. It's like animals. Like you can see you know, especially during quarantine, all these videos of animals that have gone to the aid of another animal mm-hmm. that they knew was hurt or they knew it was in need or in distress or even you know they go to the aid of people yeah there's something innately in us that lets us know which means that if then if you're a predator predator or someone looking to manipulate someone else you have that same sensory but your response to it is instead of empathy or looking to help you're looking to take advantage yeah of that very thing oh yeah it's it's a good question to ask because it also kind of helps you look at yourself in those moments and that's like okay how did I attract this person Mm -hmm. because there's this one school of thought that says you know what you put out is what you what you get back yeah right so if you're in a bad relationship it's because you put something out there um to attract it and it's like for a while I went along with it but then I was like wait a minute (laughs) <laughs> right i didn't do that to anyone minute, you yes. know so you know so my response to that was okay I, I think we attract or we are attracted to the good in people you know you're not, you're not i mean people say they look they're looking for a bad boy but are you really looking for somebody that's gonna cuss you out today right um <laughs> okay it's true it's the truth. It almost seems like they're like corresponding, like even if you don't have the same damage or the same trauma, it's like corresponding weaknesses and strengths and traumas and stuff that have this weird alchemy of their own, you yeah. know, like it seems like my need to be affirming to the person that I'm with, my need to never have them doubt where where I stand with them or how I feel my need to make them comfortable and which a lot you know comes a lot out of what my needs are so I I tend to try to give what I would like but it totally attracted an individual who was extremely insecure over and over again not just this one person but over and over again extremely insecure and and insecure to the degree that I was never able to affirm them enough ever able it didn't matter what I did like down to spending all my time with this person like all of it I was never able to affirm them enough and so it seems like those were the two corresponding things Mm -hmm. there you know and my need for the same though was never like I don't think that that's what attracted that person to me it wasn't my need for for that type of affirmation it was the fact that like I knew that in order to get that and the fact that wanting that wasn't a bad thing that I had to be able to give it to someone else and yeah I can think of a lot of situations like that where it came out of a place of not even any type of ill will towards anyone because that same saying has had me has given me pause before 
as well where I'm just like is it always like you get what you put out there I don't know Mm -hmm. I I don't think it's as direct as they make it seem because then that implies some kind of guilt um, right exactly you know on someone yeah you know like like on someone yeah you know like as if as if someone who's been abused is somehow guilty of of that situation unfolding yeah. the way that it did. That's yeah. not always the truth. Like it's unfair to say. Yeah. Unfair. It's very unfair. I don't see how to reconcile that when you're talking about a child, a baby who has, you know, been traumatized in any kind of way. What did they put out there to attract that? Yeah. So I don't think the rules change just because you're an infant or an adult. So that's where I have a hard time with those types of thought processes. It's like, is it enough to try to, to heal from trauma without the guilt aspect? Like guilt cannot it cannot heal you Mm-mm. guilt and fear cannot heal you so and shame cannot heal you and i don't believe that anybody deserves to walk around in guilt or fear or shame and i know that's you know there's some people that have done some terrible things some terrible things but they will not get better they will not do better and they will not take responsibility for their actions if they do it from the perspective of guilt or shame or fear and you can't trust it when when it comes from a place of like like if somebody's changing because of fear or because they're afraid of being a pariah to society or whatever and they're just trying to do what they got to do to kind of get that burn off of their skin it's just Uh skin deep it's not from a place of like true a diagnostic test run on why they even committed that act to begin with and to yeah to like really delve into what it is and layer by layer take the time guilt shame and fear to me are like flashpoints they're things that you kind of carry or wear or deal with it's very for the moment it's very it's either for the moment or it's about a moment and healing has to be so much you got to take it all the way back and reconstruct and restore i even the other day was was saying that i don't like the phrase it was on something that i was watching where i heard this woman say like he stole my innocence i hate that Mm. phrase too since whatever he did to you he did to you and he's gonna have to take that up with his creator one day but your innocence you were not complicit in that like action or that thing against you and it implies guilt and shame and mm-hmm. you know and, and yep. a fear of public opinion and all of this because he stole my innocence as if it's something he can just reach inside of you and take right. you know yeah you are innocent you yeah you don't become less innocent because someone has violated no. you that's a really good point I think that happens with a lot of terminology it's like this term gaslighting mm-hmm. right I just I'm late to the game I just learned about what that meant like in the past month or so but when I read exactly what it was I was like this is abuse Mm -hmm. this is a full on manipulator Mm -hmm. oh yeah oh (laughs) yeah full on psychological manipulation you know and it can lead to all kinds of other things but this is abuse oh yeah how do we call it gaslighting it almost sounds like put your lighter up put your lighter up (laughs) like a party term that is terrible (laughs) but I think we do that a lot we use these these little what are they called uh idioms or yeah yeah where you use this like more politically correct term to describe something that's absolutely 
horrendous. Yeah. But the same with a term like stealing, stealing my innocence. It, it's like acknowledging that someone is, has the power to do that. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's a term that's been around, you know, for a long time. Somebody stole someone's innocence. And I think even that like is a way to make victims feel more, even more victimized. It is. It's a way to be like, I might be dirty, but you're dirty now, too type of mentality and that's in some ways for me that's even more heinous because not only have you taken like a moment of my life and instilled fear and all of this into me in that moment you've you've dominated me in a moment but now you're trying to dominate me perpetually you know I, I I've even had to tell my children if something ever happens to you don't let anybody say oh you better not tell your mom because she won't love you anymore or she'll you'll get in trouble and you'll go to jail too I made sure from day one I told my kids yeah. uh-uh if somebody overpowers you if somebody does something to you mm-hmm. you come and you tell me because i'm not seeing it as your as a blight against you it's what's happened to you and i need to know so that i can help you heal from it or right. deal with the situation but you don't ever keep it to yourself because i know what it is to have kept something like that to myself exactly you know thinking exactly. oh it makes me a problem now everybody's gonna look at me a certain way i wish i could go back to my 15 year old self and say, girl, tell it out, get them. Because that mentality that somehow it was going to diminish me in some way and hinder my movements in my life and take away loved ones and all of this. Mm-mm. Yeah, mm. it's, you know, the shame. It's something that you shouldn't have at all. You shouldn't feel that way at all. You mm-hmm. know, when something traumatizing happens, it doesn't matter how you got in that situation. It doesn't matter what happened to bring you in that situation, even if you are someplace that you're not supposed to be, or even if you are around some people that you're not supposed to be around. That doesn't make it your fault if something terrible happens to you. Mm-hmm. It just means that you you made a bad decision. Trust me, we make bad decisions our whole lives, you know? Oh, yeah. It could be anything like as small as eating the whole tub of ice cream when you know you're lactose intolerant <laughs> to being out past your curfew. But it doesn't make it okay for someone to impose something on you that it, it doesn't belong to you, that you don't want. Oh, yeah. I, I agree. I think that that, that, that shame and, and, you know, well, if, if you hadn't done this or this is going to come down on your family and it's going to leave a mark. I think that's that's the difficult part, getting people to speak out. I read a statistic one time that people that, that are manipulators and abusers, the number of people that they do that to in a lifetime is astounding Mm. because it's never just one person or two people. It's never, 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 never just a couple people. It's always 20s, 30s, hundreds of people. Mm-mm-mm. And most of them, when they when they get the opportunity or if they get the opportunity or the courage to say anything, they're like, oh, I thought it was, you know, I thought it was just me. I thought it was just me. Right. But they just targeted me. Nope. Not at nope. all. Mm-mm. 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 They're like that. They're like that. <laughs> they're like little they're grenades like just going off everywhere mm-hmm. every relationship yeah they're just mm-hmm. like a, a, a minefield that a anyone who steps up yeah <laughs> yeah all it's by themselves <laughs> oh yeah that's so true that's so true i think that's a very important point to make because we can look at it and and somehow it's crazy how somebody else is crazy can make you feel like mm. you are less than like wow if he's doing that to me like maybe that's what i deserve like 
You know, if he's hitting me or if he's cheating on me or if he's lying to me or if he's calling me outside of my name, like what, I must yeah. be doing something to cause yeah. him to I do must that. Be to rubbing me. him the wrong way. Yeah. It must be something I'm doing wrong. Like, yeah, girl, it make you question yourself in ways that are so ridiculous. And it'll make you seek their approval in ways that are so ridiculous. Like you'll find yourself trying to make it better as if it's something you control and you'll go to lengths, <laughs> you know, to lengths. <laughs> like I'm right now remembering a conversation where I was I was with someone who I, I like cooking and I like to cook. I like to cook for other people. It's not a chore for me, if, especially if it's somebody that I'm with. Like it's not a problem and I've actually gotten good at it over the years. And so, you know, awesome with, with at this it. <laughs> awesome. Practice progress. <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> but, you know, I remember having this conversation where this person was like, I shouldn't have to ask for you to cook my food. Like, it should just be ready in the morning. And it's like, okay, I, I'm already cooking for you morning, lunch, and dinner. But you're telling me that because I don't have it ready exactly when you want it, which who knows when that is because you wake up any any variety of times and some days you decide to work out and some days you don't. And you, you know, you, you don't have a set schedule. And so I'm supposed to use my extra sensory perception to know exactly when you're going to want to land your behind down at the breakfast table and have your food there hot and ready and not give you a choice as to what you want to eat because apparently that's a problem too. <laughs> I'm saying it flippantly now, but at the time I was just like, oh my gosh, like how do I figure this out? Because I was so far gone. Yeah, yeah. I was so far gone. And I just remember thinking like, wow, I just, I keep messing up with this person. Mm. Oh, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mm -mm. when I look back on even those thought processes that I was having and I felt so defeated and so crunchy and so yuck. And um, when you're in that situation, if no one is speaking life towards you, or even if somebody is, sometimes you cannot hear it because you think it's really you. You think you're the one that created that scenario. Oh, yeah. And you're not. I'm here to tell you, you are not. You are not. You are not. And I feel like you know when you are a part of the problem, okay? Like, I you know, you know, yeah, you know, because there are times, no, I'm going to be real, because sometimes I'm a little lippy, I won't lie. And there are times <laughs> when a situation degrades to a point and you're like, what I said that time <laughs> about yeah i stepped <laughs> like and especially if you love somebody you know what buttons you shouldn't push and you know you know what you're doing yeah. but if inside of you you're like what did i and you're in this state of bewilderment and you're like a deer in headlights where you're just like mm -hmm. i i don't know and you feel paralyzed as far as like what way to move if it's your fault you can go and speak to the person and say i am sorry like whoa i went yeah. overboard but when you when you're when it's a situation where you're not sure and it's problematic is that you yeah. you don't even feel like you can go do that you're just like caught you're just trying to figure out how not to ruffle any more feathers yeah. i just want to just sit down i just want the rest of the day to go peaceful i don't want any more drama he can go yeah. off about anything you know between what i cook for dinner to like why are you always wearing that 
outfit or what it yeah. could be anything anything you yeah. know i don't like it when you wear lipstick or whatever in the world yeah you know the difference like if you really check it you know when you you know when it was yeah. you and when it's not <laughs> you, you know but you're looking and, for why it's you because the difference is whether you are walking in Timberland boots or if you're walking on eggshells. That's a big way to know. And the other thing is, like, if you are even willing to ask yourself, is it me? And you're actually willing to face up to like, okay, what could I do different? And you're willing to have that conversation. Then you know that, sorry, you might not be the unhealthy one. You're in a situation that's unhealthy. Yes. But it's not you instigating the problem like you cannot fix a situation that's like that without some counseling without some help without people to everybody has to take a step back yeah i didn't realize and i had watched this movie gaslight well it was a play originally did you know about this how how the word gaslight even became the name was because it was based on um this play a stage play in 1938 um, by, I guess, the playwright Patrick Hamilton. And basically okay. in the story, um, I think, and the, they have film adaptations that were released in 1940 and 1944. I think I saw the one that was released in 1944. It was a black and white film. Oh, wait, but this is old school. It's old school. And basically okay. the story is about this man who tries to convince his wife and the people around them that she's crazy and he does it by manipulating things that he can control so for example he would dim the lights in the house and when she would say don't you see it's like he he used everything at his disposal to like make her question her sanity so he he would like dim the lights in the house and when she, and it, incrementally like he would do it over time like dim the lights and when she would say to him why is it so dark in here he'd be like what do you mean it's as bright as it always is in here with the yeah. intention of making her begin to question her own sanity so that's why it's called gaslighting and i was like yo that is wow. some sinister stuff you know, he it was yeah. basically an effort to make her doubt all of her perceptions, all of them, and wow. rely solely on what he was saying, what he offered as truth, and totally relinquish her will to him because now she thinks something's wrong with her. So it gave him power in the situ in the event that he was able to cause her to doubt her perceptions. That's why it is so important to not Mm. doubt your intuition, your perception of things. It doesn't mean that you just see it how you see it and you only think you're right. I'm not saying because, you know, I'm wrong a lot, but my intuition is never wrong. My spirit, what my spirit tells me when it says don't or do anytime that I, I I've never regretted listening to it. I've only ever regretted not listening. And when you can be with someone who can make you question that voice that you were born with, that's what keeps you tethered to God. That's what, you know, like Mm -hmm. that's what helps guide your path. If you put somebody in a situation where it almost is like making them an idol in your life, like they are blocking your view. It's idolatry. Yes. For sure. You know, gaslighting girl. I mean, actually turn down the lights and said, what do you mean? It's as bright as it ever was in here. That's yeah. deep because that's exactly what, what happens. And, it, and as a manipulator, like you would think that they would stop and think, okay, 
I, I have to do this in order to make that person less than. And that doesn't make them question their own sanity. But that's when you know that there's like something, something off, you oh, know, yeah. there's something off. Like when you are able to abuse someone and manipulate someone and gaslight someone, you know, with no remorse, there's something going on with you. Oh, yeah. There's something going on with you. I mean, it's not okay. It's not cute. Not at all. Okay. I mean, to to attempt to destroy another person's perception of reality. What a heinous thing. And then when they talk about the in-personality disorders, who are the ones who do this? Sociopaths yep. and narcissists. narcissists. Yep. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Clinical issues. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but Because they have to. They have yeah, to do that in, in order to exist in society. They have to be able to do their nastiness. And mm -hmm. convince you and others around you that like, no, I'm not. I'm a good guy. Or I'm a good woman. I would never yeah. abuse my child. I would never abuse my elderly mother-in-law or I would never. Right. But you would no. and you are. <laughs> yeah, you are. And this, the whole, you know, persona is always different. And please keep in mind that people that are manipulative like that and abusers, they they have deep, 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 deep insecurities. Mm -hmm. They have just insecurities and, and trauma of their own. And that's why we're saying like, you can't fix someone else. You have you can focus on yourself, but don't try to fix someone else. You can help them along and guide them to a counselor. You know, you can go to counseling with them, mm -hmm. but absolutely don't try to fix them on your own, because what will happen is you'll start using their tactics yeah. to try to change them. And then you, you're right there in the same game with them. And you don't want to do that because you are going against what your spirit tells you to do. You don't want to play that game. You don't want to play on that field. You don't want to play in that county. You don't want to play in that country. Not you don't want to play. Not, not, not. <laughs> it's not worth the championship. You're not going to win. It's so you will not win. Because once you've gone through and played those types of tactics and, and gotten any type of results from it, you're going to use that on somebody else. Mm -hmm. And it's not a good thing. Exactly. Yeah. It's not a good thing. It goes right back to putting that baggage down. When you realize that you're in a situation like that, you know, reach out to people. We've said this before, but reach out to others because you're going to need a whole hedge yeah. of strength around you to protect yeah. you and keep you and keep yep. walking as you're walking out keep moving i promise you it gets better over time it gets better the yeah. further and further away and then when you get out of there and it takes time i, I say nothing uh, none of these things as if they're just like yeah just simply <laughs> you know happy finger yeah you'll be fine <laughs> click your heels together you'll be back to yourself like and i'm mm -hmm. and i say that fully aware having you know myself gone through abusive situations yeah. and just situations yeah yeah but just just to give you a strength that the further you walk away from it the better and do yeah. not hold that stuff on to yourself as if you perpetuated it or you created or you or it somehow degraded you or made you nah what they are yeah. is what they are it is a, it was it is an actual studyable pathology and yeah. they have wreaked havoc on you and in your life do not allow it to burn any further any yeah. further away no in your further. life and your psyche and your feeling about yourself 
drop that bag like that's their that is their load and it's such a heavy load that they have to disperse it amongst a whole lot of people in order to Mm. keep themselves buoyant yeah they can't do it any other way that's why it's a it's a disorder they can't function any other way other than to buoy themselves on the goodwill the lives the material wealth the emotional wealth the educational wealth whatever whatever they can glean and steal from you They have to prop Mm -hmm. themselves up that way. So just realize I am stepping out from underneath that and I don't have to carry none of that because that's their baggage to carry. They can't even carry it. I was carrying it for them and I'm going to put it down for real. That's real. And trust, trust and believe they will come back. They will come back for the, I'm using the air quotes here, the apology. They'll come back and apologize, but it'll be a very general apology. It'll be, you know, I know I was wrong and I shouldn't have treated you so bad. And girl, I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. And you can start hearing the, you know, the Motown music in the background. (laughs) No, it's coming real smooth baseline but trust me is unless they can specifically come to you and say listen I spoke to you in ways that I will not speak to you again I realized that I did that because there's something going on inside of me and I have gone through the process of healing and I also don't want to lose you as a person because I realize they they need to say all those things I realize who you are and that you and I can be good together as long as I operate from a place of healing. Mm -hmm. And I want to make sure that you're healed too. So can we walk through, you know, I've done my healing. I hope you've done your healing. Now can we walk through healing this relationship too? Because I am sorry. I don't want to do it again. And you can hold me accountable. If I behave in this way, X, Y, and Z again, you can call me out on it and you can walk away. And I will not try to keep you. Like you will know when a person like that has fully changed. Don't fall for the general apology and they don't right. give you specifics of what it is that they did wrong and they are not giving you specifics of what they will be held accountable for. Thank you. <clears throat> that is the quickest way to know when somebody has not gotten themselves together is if they don't if they're not willing to be held accountable. That is one thousand percent on target, Nishe. Mm-hmm. That right mm-hmm. there. And anytime anybody hits you with a, I'm sorry, but. Yeah, girl. I'm sorry, but. Well, yeah. Fine. I'm sorry, but you. Nah. Yeah. If you're sorry, <laughs> if you're sorry, then you're sorry. Let me come to my apologies on my own. Like, let's, we can talk about it. But if you're sorry, it should not be about whether I'm sorry or not. If you're sorry, then exactly. let it really be because you're sorry. And yeah. not be because you're trying to still leverage it as some kind of like mechanism that can get you what you want. Right. You know? Yeah. That's that's a huge one for me. I'm sorry, yeah. but you. I'm sorry, but if there's a I'm but, that but you know, I don't want. And and it's and it turns into yep, it's your fault. It's oh yeah, fault. oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. And conditional type of I don't know, man. You know what they feel like, like them them type of conditional makeup mm-hmm. situations where it's like. Mm-mm. I mean, there, I've even been in situations where the makeup they were wrong. And they came and they apologized, but, and mm-hmm. it's almost like they make it feel like you're lucky that, that they're back and that they're putting their arm around you and like, yeah, oh, you just make me so mad sometimes. Like, why do you mm-hmm. do that, girl? I must really love you. <laughs> yeah. Honey. Come back over here. Yeah. And keep being around you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You got to treat it like an onion, right? You peel the onion 
and you start to cry, mm-hmm. right? And that's you getting out of the relationship. And as long as you stay in the same room with the unpeeled, with the peeled onion, it's going to make you cry. So you leave and you go into another room. Don't let the onion now come back into the room with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless it has been potted, rooted, and sprouted something new. Okay. Because it is going to just make you stinky and cry all over again. All over again. Okay. <laughs> this is not good. I don't know where that onion analogy came from, but yeah. I like it. I <laughs> like it. Back it's just going to smell and make you cry, girl. Mm-mm. 